Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by your North Texas Ace Hardware dealers. And that's not just one hour, but both hours. So stop in and tell them thanks. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, here's Neil. All right, Stuby, thank you very, very much. And please do let the Ace Hardware people know that you appreciate our program. If you do, if you don't, then just go tell somebody else. <laughs> that would be that would be appreciated by me. Uh, we're glad to have you tuned in this afternoon. We have one line open. It's still available to you. Won't be open very long. Somebody will grab it. 888-787-KLIF. 888-787-5543. Had some electronic glitches there. We have those all tamed down now. We just uh, hose down the electronic board, and that seems to solve every problem. Uh, we were visiting as we left the first hour, and, and uh, I asked him to stay, Pat, in Denton about crepe myrtles, and we're going to go back and visit that a little bit. Pat, you still there? Yes, sir. All right, good deal. Thank you. Thanks for waiting again. Um, in uh, working with uh, oh, whatever number we have planted in the city of McKinney, 30,000 crepe myrtles, thirty to 40,000, uh, I can tell you that I have just have never seen uh, any uh, any bores in the trunks. During the break, I did a quick uh, Google search for um, Lagerstromia, that is the, the genus of crepe myrtles, uh, uh, entomology, which puts me in university websites, uh, bores, and there is no match at all. Um, and, and so I just, I, I think there's something else going on. Plant may not have been, or the plants, how many plants are involved, one or more than one? Just one. Yeah. I, one out of the seven that I have. What variety is it? I, I could not tell you uh, other than it has uh, a pink flower. Well, um, it may have been a, a, a plant that wasn't terribly vigorous at the time you got it, or it may have gotten too dry right after it was, I don't know, a hundred things could cause a problem. And there are things that will do damage to trunks, but um, but uh, if it hasn't offered to send out new sprouts from, from its root system in three years, I think it is time to use your term to cut your losses and, and to get a new plant. Um, it will help if you're trying to match the others. It would help if you knew the variety name. It does. It is sending out new growth from its roots, and quite a bit of it. Good. Um, so that's a positive sign, then, that I should... Uh... Absolutely. If you go to our website, I wrote every word of this website, not so much on the events, the, the Crip Myrtle Run and the Mother's Day Project, things like that, but, but all the cultural things. If you go to crepemyrtletrails.org, C-R-A-P-E, crepemyrtletrails.org, and then look up basic care and pruning, you'll find all the details about how to retrain a crepe myrtle that has either been frozen back or has been uh, topped and you want to uh, start it over because you don't like the gnarled look that topped crepe myrtles have, or maybe you have one that has been banged into by a car and you have to start it over. How to retrain a crepe myrtle. It's all on the website uh, under pruning. And, uh, and and that will tell you how to do it. You can have a beautiful plant within a couple of years. If those shoots are growing vigorously, you're you're halfway there. Yeah. Well, the, the, the tree is, you know, it was a substantial tree, and I spent a lot of money on it. it you know, probably it was had a trunk 10 inches around, and it was probably 12 feet tall when I bought it. Right. So it would be kind of disappointing to start over, but you, you think that it would uh, recover that growth fairly quickly? In two years? Yes, sir. may not be that big in All diameter, right. but it will be that tall. Uh, we had to do that this year for the ones that froze. And uh, at our World Collection Park of crepe myrtles in McKinney, we had uh, some 12-foot tall trees that froze. We cut them back in early May, and they are eight feet tall now. Wow. Okay. I mean, you well, have I you will, have that uh, choice. Mine. You have that choice, or you can sit there and look at a dead trunk as long as you want to, and and it's not going to do any better. And and the problem is, the longer you wait to extricate the old trunk, the more damage you're going to do to the new ones, and uh, and it makes it harder. It's better to take out the dead trunk 
when the new ones are six inches high than when they're uh, two feet tall. Well, yeah, I, I don't recall if I did a poor job of explaining, but it, it does have growth up top. It, it's growing, but it just doesn't have, it's not growing vigorously. Believe you know, me, it, I have seen a bunch probably other- a thousand this year after the freeze that look exactly that way. The variety Tuscarora looks horrible across North Texas after the freeze. Uh, there's probably 15%, 20% top growth. And uh, unfortunately, in, in our Crape Myrtle Trails plantings, we left those. We didn't cut them back, and I wish we had. We should have cut them flush with the ground. They would have been five or six feet tall by now. And we'll do that over this winter and, and start them over. We did with a lot of the other varieties, but not those. I, I work with Crepe Myrtles as a founding member of the Crepe Myrtle Trails and McKinney Board. You have hit on the plant that I love and have worked with more than any other plant in my life. And so you're, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable when I say I've never seen boars in Crepe Myrtles. Yeah, well, I, I've only lived in Texas for about four years, so I, I know next to nothing about them. So Well, they're, they're great I, plants. I, they're great plants. Some varieties are better than others. Take a look at the website. It'll help you. I need to move on, but, but I think that'll get you a good start. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for the call, and thanks for waiting on me twice. Stephen Alito, let me get this first break of the hour out of the way, and I will come right to you next. He's asking about large shade trees that have good fall color, and we will develop a list for him. Um, phone number, if you'd like to take one of the two lines that is open, this is your chance. 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. Call right now, won't you please? Uh, this is uh, a... Uh, this is a mention of Whiskey Stone. What a glorious day this would be to go out and look at Whiskey Stone. This is a destination place. This is 22 acres. It's like a, it's not an official state park, but for me, it would be like going to a state park because I love going to a stone yard. And for many, many years, I looked for a great stone yard in the DFW area. And uh, we had been here 13 years before Whiskey Stone opened their gates. And uh, they opened in 1983. And uh, Mike and Derek Wisnan, second and third generation in the Wisnan family, have put together a beautiful stone yard. You will enjoy it very much. 22 acres of boulders, of river rock, of decorative gravel, of paved, of, well, paved stone, interlocking concrete pavers, of uh, flagstone, of retaining wall stone, all kinds of stone. They also have contacts within the, uh, within the masonry industry with landscape contractors who can complete the projects for you. Take photographs with you of things that you like, thing, projects you've seen in your neighborhood or on your travels, uh, nice jobs that people have done that you like. Take measurements of what you're trying to accomplish in your own landscape and let them help you. They'll, uh, they'll work with you to show you the best options for what you're trying to accomplish. And if, if, if you have accurate measurements, they'll help you determine how much stone to, uh, to have them deliver. They deliver anywhere you can hear me. This is a great company. I love doing ads for them. Nice people. Whiskey Stone, 4501 East Loop 820 South, 4501 East Loop 820 South in Southeast Fort Worth, open Monday through Saturday, 817-429-0822, 817-429-0822, whiz-q.com, it's WhizQ Stone. Hi, I'm JJ from Ace Hardware of Richardson at the corner of Coit and Beltline. When you need reliable, localized help and those great Weber Grill products, come to us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. Thank you, JJ, very, very much. They don't make him any nicer than he is, and so nice to have him as a sponsor. Nice to have all those Ace Hardware stores. I hope you will. Uh, let them know that you appreciate their uh, being here. Let's go to Steve in Alito. Steve, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are you today? I'm well, thank you, sir, and thanks for waiting on me. Good. Hey, I I um I have about two and a half acres, and I would like to plant four like trees, large trees that provide some fall color. 
All right. And I have a list of three or four, but I, I really don't know what to check. Again, I'm from the north, so I don't really know what grows here well. All right. I want to ask you something, though, about uh, about your acreage. You said two and a half acres? Yes. All right. What is around you when you go out and get in the car and get ready to leave? What do you see as you drive out of your neighborhood or out of your off your property? Well, mesquites go grow you know, wild all over the place in the area. That's probably the biggest thing. And then there's some live oaks around, I guess. And then everything else is stuff that people have planted, you know, around their home. So you're in a, you're in a neighborhood with, uh, with acreage, with two acre lots. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm with you. All right. So what are the four that you have? Well, I got a a Schumart red oak. Perfect. Um, and then a couple of brandywine maple, and then a a, a glory maple. Okay, I don't really know the difference between the two, but yeah, they, they look same. And then the other one was a, a Texas ash. All right, you have one good one. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Schumard red oak would be ideal. Let me uh, okay. let me state a uh, an opinion that I developed after twenty years of of helping gardeners in Texas. Um, I didn't have this opinion initially, but it, it kind of it kind of oozed into my brain over a period of time. I don't think we should be choosing trees, uh, giving too much weight to fall color, because fall color only lasts for about 10 days. And the most important thing is that we choose for trees that look fabulous, uh, even when they're not in fall color. And so... I would. Agreed. I love your Schumard red oak idea. That's a great idea. It's an outstanding shade tree, and it looks it looks just perfect uh, all the time. Um, and when it has good fall color, which is not every year, it's not like you saw in the north. We don't have that kind of fall color in Texas a lot of a lot of autumns. But when it has good fall color, it's outstanding. I'm not a big fan of the maples because you think about how many nice big red maples you see around town when you drive in the fall. You see a lot of them that are 10 or 12 years old, but you don't see very many that are 30 years old. And they they were planted 30 years ago, but they just don't have the, the lasting power. Cotton root rot uh, gets them. It's a, a soil-borne disease that uh, that has the species name of omnivorum. It, it gets a lot of different plants, um, and and they just don't adapt as well as we want them to. So that's that's why the maples are less than exciting to me. And Texas ash, I'm I'm totally down on because of the emerald ash borer that is killing ash trees. Uh, they also were hurt really badly by the cold last year, but but a lot of plants were even even Schumard red oaks were hurt by the cold. So I'm going to go with the, the Schumard Red Oak. Uh, if, you, if you don't mind having a tree that is not native to North Texas, then Chinese pistachio is a really good source of fall color, and it's a large tree. Uh, that would probably be my, my, my other good big tree. Uh, there is a maple that has been uh, proven to do quite well for us uh, by Texas A&M, and it's a Texas superstar tree, and that is Shantung maple. S H A N T U N G, but I'm I'm having a hard time putting it at the same pedestal level as the other two that I mentioned, Chinese pistachio and Schumard red oak, and it's not as big as uh, as those trees, not as large. Um, I have a I have a personal favorite that I have in my yard. I have three of them, uh, and it's totally bright yellow. It's it, there's no red in it at all, and that's ginkgo. I love ginkgo, but it's not big here. It was where you were in the north. And it's certainly not fast-growing. It's a slow-growing tree. But I love that, that buttery yellow. It is so beautiful. And it's reliable every fall. So if you have a spot for a small tree somewhere, that's one to consider. But, okay. but, but your Schumard Red Oak, and, and there's nothing wrong with having uh, four of the same kind of tree over a two-and-a-half-acre parcel because uh, that is nature's way of doing it. Uh, you know, think of all those mesquite trees you, you see. Um, if you had if you had an irregular planting of your red oaks in two and a half acres, that's plenty of room for more than four. Oh yeah, I've got other trees as well okay. in the yard. I got several live oaks and 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 pecan trees and stuff. But I yeah, okay. I just kind of want to redo 
Um, Is there a recommendation on where to go get that here on the west side of Fort Worth? Well, I would I would always suggest that you go to an independent retail garden center, uh, as opposed okay. to any of the the national uh, big box stores. You'll yeah. you'll you'll do better. And if you go to an independent retail garden center, you can look them squarely in the eye and you can say, "Is this a Schumard red oak for sure? Sure, can you guarantee that this is a Schumard red oak? I don't want anything." that is closely related to a pin oak, and they'll understand what you're talking about. Uh, the big national chain stores buy out of state, and they bring stuff in that is uh, pin oak. It looks very much like a red oak, but it it can't handle our alkaline soil. They will turn yellow after five or ten years, and there's no turning that bus around. They will they will die after ten or fifteen years. Um in where you are, if you deal with, with Callaways, they will help you. Uh, the nearest Callaways, if you deal with Archie's Garden Land, if you go to Stewart's in Weatherford, those are all independent retail garden centers. There probably are some others, but those are three that I can think of that will help you. Callaway seems like a, a big national chain of some sort because they have several locations, but their people are strictly local and their buyers are strictly local. They're they're very trustable, very good people. I work I work with two of those. So yeah, that that'll work out just fine. So good. Now there you go. planning those in the next month works. Perfect good. time. It's the best best time of the year. All right. Neil, I appreciate your advice. Thanks for the call. Have a great day. Take care. All righty, let's see. Let's go to uh, Paul. Let's see. Let's see. Am I current? Oh yeah, I've got a I've got a break. I need to get in. I'm sorry, Paul. You're coming up right in a moment. Stay with me. Uh, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening is uh, is my book, and I need to get this uh, mentioned in because this is your chance. It's your chance to save the most that I'm going to give you off at uh, at Christmas, and uh, it's a big sale because it's the biggest discount that I've offered at at Christmas before. I wanted to do this because I'm grateful for all the business that we've had. It's been a it's been a good year for the book. We're about to do a sixth printing of the book in the next uh, few months. And uh, and I I just want to give you a chance to get get this and give it as a gift, and uh, so here is uh, here are the here are the bones of this uh, offer. First book is thirty six ninety five. Second and third book shipped to the same address, only thirty one dollars each. That is a deal, almost six dollars off the regular price. I've never discounted it by that much. At, uh, at the Christmas time period. Now, I want to tell you what the chapters are. Chapter 1 is the basics of gardening in Texas and what you need to know to get started, uh, whether you're a newcomer or whether you're just trying to uh, fine-tune your, your talents. Chapter 2, I have never put in a book before. People say, oh, I have your old book. I'll just go with it. No, th- these books are not at all the same. This one is self-published because I wanted to get away from what the committee did 30 years ago when they told me how I needed to write that other one. So this chapter two is a calendar, 48 pages, four pages per month of what needs to be planted, pruned, fertilized, and protected in your landscape and garden in each month of the year, four pages per month. Chapters three through 11 are very detailed chapters on trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, and fruit and vegetables. This book is written for every county in the state of Texas, all 254 counties, and it even fits into southern Oklahoma as well. Um, What else I need to tell you? It is not in stores, and it's not on Amazon. The only ways you can get it are from my website or by calling my office Tuesday through Friday next week. We'll be closed on Monday. Now, here are the ways that you can get Oh, I sign every copy as it sells, and your satisfaction is completely guaranteed, or I'll refund every penny. 70,000 books sold so far, and not one request for a refund. Uh, here is the phone number to my office if you choose to call Tuesday through Friday. It's 800-752-GROW, 800-752-4769. But the better way is to order it right now so I can sign it tomorrow afternoon, and that is at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com, Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening.
Nobody will do you a better foundation repair job than Advanced Foundation Repair. Their estimates are absolutely free. Their work is very affordable. They invite you to give them a call. 214-333-0003. Their work is guaranteed for the lifetime of your house. Do what we did. Call Advanced Foundation Repair. On the web, it's foundationrepairs.com. 214-333-0003. Advanced Foundation Repair. They are the best. They have done work at our house, and it was done perfectly. Let me tell you about Mueller right now. When people think about Mueller, they think about quality steel buildings. They think about durable metal roofing, and they think about a lot more. Mueller on a a product as a product name means that you'll have a product manufactured by Mueller, including in-house engineers to help design the building of your dreams. It means you'll have a company in business for 90 years standing behind your warranty. And to that, you can say, wow. It also means you get tons of added value, such as roofing site visits, forklift delivery, and a Mueller assurance team that's ready to help you along the way. And Mueller is on the cutting edge, designing and manufacturing new products like their greenhouses and standing seam roofing panels. If you'd like to find out more about Mueller products, go to MuellerInc.com. You might want to know how to spell Mueller. It's M-U-E-L-L-E-R-I-N-C.com. Give them a call at 877-2-MUELLER. 877-268-3553 or stop by one of their 33 locations. MuellerInc.com because Mueller means more. I'm Dan Meyer from Sline Ace Hardware. Each Ace Hardware is independently owned by someone who cares about your community, who's there to answer your questions. Ace is a place with the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Dan, very, very much. That is a beautiful hardware store. You'll enjoy that. If you're in Salina, you need to you need to make a habit of going there. Let's go back to the phone lines. I have two lines open right now, folks. Don't uh, hang back. Let's fill those lines up at 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. Paul at Cedar Creek Lake. This is Neil. Good afternoon. Hi, Neil. How are you today? Doing great. Thanks. I have uh three rather large crepe myrtles that are getting full of webs and i best i can find out i think they're spider mites but i don't know and i just want to know the best treatment that's probably spiders and they are probably there because of the aphids and other things that uh, get on crepe myrtles are the leaves really shiny and sticky um well the ones around that are close to the webs are actually seem to be dying so that's why well, yeah, but it's November also. They're about to drop. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, well, it's been that way for a little while. I, I'm having the same kind of thing on a uh, Japanese maple, so you think it's spiders. I Well, yeah, let me let me go back and, okay. and uh, let me clean this up because spiders are not a problem. Spiders are beneficial. Um, the... Uh, I mean, I don't want to have spiders crawling all over me either, but, but they're not, sure. I don't spray for spiders. I definitely okay. don't spray for spiders. Um, on crepe myrtles in, in late summer and early fall, we very often will get crepe myrtle aphids. Crepe myrtle aphids are pear-shaped insects. About uh, They're not as big as BBs. They're not as small as pinheads. They're in between somewhere. And okay. they will congregate on the tender new growth in, in September. And they will give off a sticky honeydew residue that coats the leaves. It's almost like a, a varnish that isn't, it just won't quite uh, uh, harden, won't quite okay. dry. And then the next thing you know is you get a lot of chaff sticking to the leaves, and then you get spider webs all through the plant because insects are attracted to the honeydew, and it's, it just becomes a, an ugly mess. Um, and, and that's usually what happens. Sometimes the, the bark scale that has become an issue in the last uh, 17 years, um, sometimes that will also cause honeydew, and you'll get the webbing uh, from spiders after that. But it's it, 99% of the time it's from crepe myrtle aphids. Okay. Um, I think there's probably a photo of that on our website of crepe myrtletrails.org. But anyway, to my point, 
you don't try to control the spiders. You try to control the aphids before they ever create the honeydew so that you don't have that sticky residue so you don't get all the chaff so you don't get the ugly, nasty mess. I mean, we're backing this up, and the treatment goes out in mid-May, for crying out loud, with a soil drench of imidacloprid. Could I make this any more confusing sounding, huh? (laughs) Everybody has just said, what did he just say? I haven't the, I haven't heard of that spray before, but that's probably because I've never tried to treat aphids. <laughs> it's it's a uh, yeah it's a it's the most common insecticide out there now, but but and it it actually goes by that name, and I'll spell it for you. It's a systemic insecticide. You would use it on the ground as a soil oh, drench. Okay. It's I M I D A C L O P R I D. And it's mentioned in uh, in the CrepeMyrtleTrails.org website under pest control. Okay. Well, that's but, fantastic. Uh, I will check there and, and take care of them next year then. Yeah, you, you do it so early in mid-May that it's a preemptive strike to keep the aphids and the crepe myrtle bark scale ever from showing up. And it really will help. If anything happens and you still get some of the scale, I'm sorry, some of the aphids, they're easily controlled with almost any contact insecticide uh, because okay. you have quick access to them. You can use an insecticide in August if you see the. What we normally see is uh, you look at them with the sun behind the plant and you can see these little drips of, of the sticky mm. residue coming down. And when you see that, you know the aphids are up there doing their thing. Well, you can tell I haven't paid that close of attention. So, <laughs> well, I'll, I'll bet you will now. I've worn you out. I don't want to call him again. I won't hear that again. <laughs> oh, don't worry about that. I've been calling you for thirty or forty years. So, what well, can I say? You're, you're very kind. Well, thank you. Have thank a great you so day, much, Neil. You All right, take care. Bye bye. All right, that opens his line. We have Phil in Collinsville. That, that sounds very melodic, uh, and we will go to him right after our tiny garden tip. So, let's talk about Ace Hardware. Why don't we do that? And Ace Hardware would have imidacloprid as a soil drench, and they would also have, oh, things like uh, uh, spinosad and malathion, and and uh, so there you have organic and inorganic insecticides for the aphids in late summer if you need to do that. So they have everything, and they have helpful hardware people. Have I told you that? My program is sponsored by your locally owned North Texas Ace Hardware dealer, and Ace is the place for grilling. And we talked about that last hour, and we're going to talk about it now. If you enjoy grilling, they enjoy teaching grilling, and they enjoy selling you the products for grilling. Not only do they have Traeger and Weber and Big Green Egg and Kamado Joe and more brands of grills, but they have all the supplies. They have supplies for each of those brands, and they have general uh, grilling supplies, and they have the knowledge to, to guide you. Oh, my goodness, they're good. This is the place to go. I mean, you can buy grills at at other stores where you just go in, you buy your grill, and you go home, and you try to figure it out. You go into Ace, and they help you. That's a new word in in hardware business some places. Say, help. What is that? You go into Ace, and they've they've been the helpful hardware folks forever. That's what makes them special. Your local Ace hardware store. Go in for help in picking just the right grill for your needs. Oh, and by the way, you know, you get free assembly and delivery on grills and accessories totaling more than $399 for Ace Rewards members. And you can get an Ace Rewards card with your phone number the moment you go in the store. It's not something you apply for and wait six weeks. You get it right then. Ace. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. When you wake up... When you work, reopening our economy. When you drive home, this escalation of violence. What's happening right now? All day, update your day at the top and bottom of each hour. Keep myself as updated as possible. On real news and information, five seventy KLIF, KLIF.com. All right, let's talk about eGardens, my free electronic newsletter that comes out on Thursday nights, almost always. There'll be one that'll come out on a Tuesday night when uh, Thanksgiving rolls around. I don't think there's anybody going to be opening up eGardens if we were sending it on Thursday night. We can schedule it to go anytime we wanted to, but uh, not going to be on Thursday night, Thanksgiving. So we sent it on Tuesday. Well, we sent one this past Tuesday. It wasn't because it was a holiday. We just didn't do one the week before, and I owed you one. So... We sent one then, and 
I sent another one two days later on Thursday, the regular time. And that one was kind of the make good. It was a special e-gardens on houseplants, on foliage plants. I loved doing that. I spent two and a half days writing it, getting the photos and everything else. But it's there now on my website if you want to look at it, if you are not a subscriber to eGardens. And uh, just go to neilsperry.com and click on the eGardens tab, and it'll take you to the page where you sign up to become a subscriber. It's free and always will be, and you will never get an offer from me saying, hey, because you're an eGardens subscriber, I thought you'd like to see this or that. I don't do that. So it's just you get eGardens. But if you want to see what it looks like, there it is. And uh, there's also a link within the eGardens back to the one from Tuesday night, so you can see what a normal one looks like, plus you get the, the one for houseplants. So I hope you'll do that. There are always five stories. One of the stories will always be a featured plant of the week. Another is a featured question of the week. And one is always gardening this weekend. Take a look. Sign up, please. We'd love to have you there. Almost 80,000 people uh, receive each week. Neil Sperry's eGardens. Free and always will be. You'll never get spammed because of it. That's at neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Click on the eGardens tab. It's time now for a little bitty garden tip. I think you'll find it useful. We talked about espaliers, plants that are trained to grow two-dimensionally, flat up against walls. There are several things you'll want to look at as you're interviewing plants for that position of espalier in your landscape. First, the plants have to be adapted. Don't choose a picky plant that has troubles with our soils or our climate. There's no point going to all that trouble. Make sure you get a proven winter of some sort. Make sure especially that it's winter hardy. You don't want to invest several years in training the plant only to have it freeze back to the ground. That way you have to start over again. Good espalier plants are supple. They have to be if you're going to twist them and bend them into unusual designs. Pyracanthus is certainly the number one plant for espaliers. Junipers are also excellent. Hollywood twisted juniper is the best of all of them. I like also hollies. There are many different kinds of hollies. You'll see magnolias and, yes, you'll see fruit trees. I have more gardening tips for you each Thursday evening in eGardens, my free weekly electronic newsletter. Sign up at neilsperry.com. Thank you, sir. And let me also invite you to call right now. It's the last time I'll give the number today. If you want to get this, uh, get on today, ask a garden question, you need to call right now. It's 888-787-KLIF. It's toll-free wherever you can hear me. 888-787-5543. We are live on a Saturday afternoon and love to hear from you. Have one call ahead of you. 888 888- 787-KLIF-888-787-5543. Callaway's Nursery and Matrix Pansies, the perfect combination to help you embrace the carefree days of autumn. Their huge selection of cheerful and bright Matrix Pansies will inspire you. Matrix Pansies are great in your flower beds and in containers on your patio. They add a bright splash of color everywhere. Their big four-inch pots, regular price, $1.99, are on sale for 20% off. Callaway's hand selects Matrix Pansies specifically for their extra-large blooms, unique colors, and lasting power. You'll love them in your landscape until spring. You'll love them in the spring. It just gets hot and they kind of get tired. But until then, oh my goodness, they look delicate, but they can really handle the highs and lows of our weather in the winter in North Texas. Your pansies will flourish with Callaway's premium flower food. Simply add once a month to give your pansies and cyclamen, snapdragons, and other cool season flowers that extra boost for bigger, brighter, happier blooms. Garden success and quality, everything you've come to count on when shopping at Callaway's Nursery. You'll always find Callaway's to bring you the very best and everything back to their 100% satisfaction guarantee. Visit any of their community open-air locations, 21 of them, or order online at Callaway's.com. C-A-L-L-O-W-A-Y-S.com. Take advantage of their convenient curbside pickup or delivery. Open seven days a week from nine until six. That's Callaway's Nursery. Life lived beautifully. Callaway's.com. 
It's a non-stop news cycle. I heard several times people saying, take care of our city, take care of our city. And I take that to heart. I'm really grateful for our citizens in Mesquite. With emergency approval now granted, kids 5 to 11 are getting vaccinated for COVID. Full coverage at the top and bottom of every hour. This is Real News and Information 570 KLIF. My website is neilsperry.com. You just have to remember that the vowels in my first name are in alphabetic order, E-I-N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. That's where you order my book at that Christmas special offer and uh, the lowest price that you'll find all season at neilsperry.com. That's where you sign up for eGardens, my free electronic newsletter, and it's where you find answers to my 1,001 frequently asked questions. Yes, that's a lot of Q&A. That also was a another book that I wrote, and that publisher, unfortunately, went bankrupt about a month after the book came out, so that was the end of that book after a year of hard work. So I just decided to put it on the website instead. So it's there for you, free of charge, to take a look at. And lots of other great stories. I hope you'll go there and take a look frequently. That's neilsperry.com. And uh, do sign up for eGardens. And I hope you'll also consider ordering my book at neilsperry.com. I'm Mark Suriai from Mr. C's Ace Hardware in Hearst. When you need reliable, localized help and great lawn and garden products, outdoor power equipment, or hardware for your home, come see us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. These are my good friends in these rejoinders. I hope you enjoy hearing them, and I hope when you hear them, you say, hey, that's my store. I'm going to go in, and I'm going to tell them right now. I enjoy listening, so I hope you'll do that. Please do. Let's uh, go back to the phone lines. Phone number is 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. Phil, in, I told you the last time was the last time I'd give that number, and I did it again. Phil in Collinsville. This is Neil. Good afternoon. Hi, Neil. Second time caller, two-disc yes, purchaser, and Thank I you. wanted to ask about hydrangeas. Okay. When is the proper time to prune those? Mine's getting larger than I want them to be. All right. And so is this, uh, what color are the flowers? Unless I put uh, sulfate on them, they turn pink, so they... Okay. Sulfate, they turn blue. So it's a mop head uh, hydrangea. Uh, You would want to prune Mm -hmm. that. You would not want to prune it. I guess I could better answer it that way uh, at during the winter time because you would be cutting off the primordial buds that are setting uh, as opposed to an oak leaf hydrangea the the woody shrubs that could be pruned in the winter if you needed to i would prune them right after their bloom time in the spring and try to do as little pruning as you can because um, uh, if they if they grow strongly vegetatively whatever the proper grammar would be uh, you, you run the risk of not having any, uh, or not having as many uh, blooms uh, the the following year. You want to let them be fairly reproductive and not strongly vegetative. Pruning stimulates vegetative growth. So, is this now too late? Yeah, it's about four months, five months too late. I would do it in April or May, May or June after the bloom time. Prune off the old spent uh, when they when they turn tan once they finish blooming. So that's going to be late May or okay. June somewhere in there. But that's okay. I'm confused because that's when they're blooming. Well, then then back it up time. a little bit. Go after that. I'm sorry, I I didn't do a good job of answering. You do it right after the 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 flowers, the floral bracts have lost their color. Okay. And even though there may be some stragglers, ignore those. That's correct. And do it. Okay. Yeah, it's not a it's so not a plant that you. I'm sorry. Go ahead. So when you determine that they've bloomed, that's when they prune, so they get ready for next year. That's correct. And you try to do it one branch at a time. You this is not a plant that you prune like a uh, like a, a shrub that you're growing as a hedge. You you do it one branch at a time. You try to restore a natural growth shape, a growth form to them. And uh, so that's correct. You, you prune them a branch at a time. You do it after most of the stems have finished their blooming. 
Okay. Did that make sense? Did so I finally I get it out in a it. coherent way? I'm yeah, not sure. That's it. Yeah, this is not going to go in the best answers of all time category. <laughs> that's fine. Okay. I just put as long as it made my, sense. Uh, my weed, oh. weed hacker. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got to do it with the ha- with hands instead of tools. That's right. Okay, yeah. Dale, Put the mower that. away. Thanks That's right. <laughs> appreciate your call, Phil. Have a good day. Thank you, sir. All right. Let me uh, do this last break, and then we have uh, our pay. I'll have my, my pastor on to talk about red-tailed hawks. That's going to be fun. I'm going to ask him to talk about our church, too. That's the trade I give. It's a, it's a good deal. Both are interesting messages. Let me tell you about Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening and invite you to uh, uh, go to my website and get it ordered right now. If you have somebody that you know you want to give a housewarming gift to or maybe it's uh, somebody that you know to be uh, a, a struggling gardener or an avid gardener, these are people that would enjoy having my book. And uh, I'd, I'd love to make it easy for you to, to give it. And so to that end, I have put the book on a big sale. It's $6 off per copy, almost 6 nickel short of $6 off uh, for the second and third books that you buy. First one at regular price, second and third sent to the same mailing address are just $31 each. First one is $36.95, second and third at $31. Now, I'll describe the book to you. It's it's heavy. It's uh, it's uh, 344 pages, 840 of my best photos. It was supposed to have been a workbook. It turned out to be a workout <laughs> to do this book. I spent a year of my life doing this book. Uh, Carolyn Skye was my editor. She's a fabulous editor. And Cindy Smith, a wonderful graphic designer, did all of that for the book. Eleven chapters. Chapter one is the basics of gardening in Texas, what you need to know to to get started. Chapter two is that 48-page calendar, four pages per month of what needs to be done in each month of the year. Chapters three through 11 cover trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns and fruit and vegetables for every part of the state of texas every county is included so if you have a relative who lives in in duval county this book will apply there whatever county you want to name it's going to apply southern oklahoma as well so and i sign every copy as as it sells I've signed uh, almost 70,000 copies now, and I always guarantee satisfaction with the book or a full refund. I've not been asked to refund on any one of those 70,000 books. So here again is the, the special offer. thirty-six ninety-five for the first one, plus tax and postage. Second and third sent to the same mailing address, just $31 each. Now that's through November 15. November 15, just a week and a half from now. So you really need to get it underway. Uh, I'm doing that so that I can get them signed and in the mail, and the mail system, the U.S. Postal Service, can get them delivered on time. The price will go up after the 15th of November. Here are the two ways you can order. It's not in stores and not on Amazon. Call my office Tuesday through Friday next week, 800-752-GROW. G-R-O-W, that's 800-752-4769, or better yet, the better way by far, is to order at my website, neilsperry.com. Do that right now at N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Severe storms in Texas pop up quickly with wind and hail that can damage your roof. Call Wortham Brothers Roofing at 972-562-5788. Schedule your free roof inspection or visit wbroofing.com. They've been in business more than 28 years. Wortham Brothers Roofing provides the highest quality workmanship materials and service. That's Wortham Brothers Roofing. 972-562-5788. wbroofing.com. You know, might amplify on that just a little bit to say that if you think you might have a roof problem, let them come out and do that free roof inspection because roof problems can creep up on you or creep down on you before you're really aware of them. That's what happened to us. We had some ceiling damage because we had a roof problem and didn't know it. So if in doubt, go out and take a look and then call them. 
right away and let them uh, come take a look. Same thing kind of applies to this next ad I'm about to do for Advanced Foundation Repair. They have a free foundation inspection, and uh, they would be happy to help you with that. And uh, they do not always find foundation problems. It is possible to call Advanced Foundation Repair and hear them say to you, you don't have a foundation problem. It is possible for that to happen. And uh, there are people who say, yeah, they're not going to say that. They do. They do often because I've had a lot of my uh, listeners say, hey, thanks for referring me to them because that's what they told me. And I'm so impressed by their honesty. Well, there's no point in creating a problem that doesn't exist. An advanced foundation repair uh, does exactly that. They, they do not create problems that don't exist. They'll tell you if you have a foundation problem. They'll show you where it is, what it is, and how bad it is. But if you don't have one, they'll tell you that, and they'll say, thanks for calling us. Here's our card. If you ever think you need us, call us again. We'll come out again. They uh, do their work, and then they give you a guarantee that is good for the lifetime of the house. It's transferable from owner to owner to owner. And they back that guarantee with cash in the Texas Foundation Warranty Trust. I've told you about Advanced Foundation Repair since 1995. That's a long time. It's a lot of happy customers over those years, and I'm proud to have them as my advertiser. Here are two ways you can get a hold of them. You can go through their website, which is a wonderful website. It's foundationrepairs.com. That's plural, foundationrepairs.com. Or you can call them Monday morning, Tuesday morning, whatever it takes. I don't know if they'll be open on, on Veterans Day. Probably will. 214-333-0003. That's Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. I'm Mike from Grand Prairie Ace Hardware. We're your source of those great lawn and garden products. Count on us for friendly service you can trust. Ace is a place with the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Mike, very, very much. Appreciate that. And right now, if he were doing a wedding or something else, I would have to tell you on my own that the First United Methodist Church is a great church. It's our church, and you need to go. It's 315 North Church Street in McKinney. And for services uh, of uh, to Pastor Tommy Brummett on Sunday mornings, and uh, Pastor Abe, three services on Sunday mornings, and Melissa, our, our church that we helped start, two services on Sunday mornings, and all that information is available to you at sharingtheheart.org, our website, which is a wonderful website, and a fabulous children's youth program. And I'm not stalling because he's not there. He's hearing all this. How much of that was accurate? Did I do okay, Tommy? (laughs) That all sounds great, Neil. we got a lot of stuff going on at First United Methodist. You know, I've noticed that, Tommy. You (laughs) folks are busy. We folks. That's great. I'll know. Yes, I'm, I'm not doing much to help, but I'll, I'll throw in on that one. It's a wonderful church, and we're blessed to have you in the community, and, and uh, we are blessed to be a member of that beautiful church. Churches are not made by the, by the facility, but in our case, it sure doesn't hurt to have a historic, beautiful building around us. It's just a nice place to live, to be. Yes, so, yes. Anyway, that's, uh, that is why we called this meeting, but there's another reason we called this meeting, and that's to talk about red-tailed hawks. That's one of the biggest birds in Collin County and in the North Texas area, isn't it? 50-inch wingspan. Big oh bird. Oh, my Big goodness bird. gracious. Uh, bald eagles are bigger, but, mm-hmm. uh, but it's one of the biggest birds that will be soaring over our skies. Uh, turkey vultures are large, but red-tailed hawks, they are uh, easily identifiable by the way they soar uh, and by their red tail, hence the name red-tailed hawks. And they are beautiful birds to see. They're great birds to teach your children and grandchildren how to identify. They're with us all year, all four seasons we have red-tailed hawks here in North Texas. And so uh, they are absolutely gorgeous to see. You know, Neil, I saw uh, just yesterday uh, I was up at the church. We were unloading flood buckets in our youth building. We have we have gathered 1,000 flood buckets to help our friends who are uh, struggling uh, with uh, weather issues. And as we stepped out of the building, I saw four red-tailed hawks circling overhead. Actually, I heard them 
before I saw them because they have an unmistakable scree cry that you can hear way up above. And in fact, if you're a fan of Western movies, anytime it shows a hawk or a or an eagle flying overhead and and you hear the scree, that's always a red-tailed hawk. They're the only one that sounds like that. In fact, bald eagles you can't hear them at all. So red-tailed hawks are not only beautiful, they're incredible Hollywood voice actors as well. If, if the if the Hollywood people are more accurate than the Masters golf tournament was 20 years ago when they <laughs> when they imported the sounds of birds that don't live in Georgia. <laughs> Some of you avid birders caught him on that one. Said, "Wait a minute!" <laughs> so, so you you saw four red-tailed hawks in McKinney in town. I did. I did. It was yesterday. I saw one uh, sitting in an old cottonwood tree uh, this afternoon as I was driving around town, uh, and and he was sitting there just minding his own business. And there were like four crows uh, flocking around him and yelling and screaming. That that behavior is called mobbing. Uh, crows uh, do not like raptors in their neighborhood, and if they see one, they will they will pester it until it flies away. But I from saw behind, one from that, behind, from yeah. behind, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. only safe yeah. place. Okay, yeah. so so when when we're out driving, and correct me any part of this that's wrong, and we are seeing things perched atop very tall structures, the 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 uh, uh, microwave towers and the and the the high power lines and the uh, cell phone towers, and they're big birds, great big birds, majestically sitting there looking all around with that hawk eye. That's the red-tailed hawks, and they'll sit there for a long time watching, won't they? That is their exact behavior. That's the way they hunt. Mm -hmm. Uh, They've got a wait-and-see hunting approach uh, where they just sit there and watch and look and until they see something that attracts their attention. And they love to sit up high. They love to have open space. Uh, you'll see them uh, on the tall towers. You'll see them on the light towers. You'll see them on tall trees. Yes, indeed. Red And they're so hawks. graceful when they fly. And I imagine that that loud sound is not made when they're ready to attack something. They're very quiet, I'll bet, aren't they? I would think so. I, I think yeah. that that sound is made where they can communicate with one another. Uh, you know they're they're monogamous. Uh, they mate for life, and so uh, uh, they they call out to one another. They fly and circle together. It's a beautiful thing to see. In I nature. have I have been associated at a time in my life when I didn't have vertigo and had trouble didn't didn't have trouble focusing with the bird carvers, the really skilled bird carvers. Oh my goodness! And a lot of them will do the red tail hawks at life size and the detail that they did. Oh, it's just. It's, it's beautiful. If you ever have a beautiful chance to bird. see their work, yes, beautiful. They are. All right, this is Pastor Tommy Brummett, First United Methodist Church of Downtown McKinney, sharingtheheart.org. And if Tommy's available next week, we'll do another bird feature, and it'll be determined sometime between now and next week, usually about 2.15. <laughs> so, right. Thank you, Tommy. Communion Sunday tomorrow. Come be with us. Yes, yes, yes. Thanks for listening, everybody. Happy gardening.